Rolling. episode to our surprise return episode that you got to hear Was yesterday. Was it a surprise though? I mean, everyone knew we were coming back eventually, right? Eventually, but they had no idea that this episode was just going to drop out of nowhere like this or that they were going to get a follow-up sequel the next, the next night. Part deuce, part dose. They didn't know that they were going to be getting two episodes in two days out of nowhere. The double stuff. Yeah. That's how we roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to hit you twice. So we all know that you're educated individuals, but if this is your first time here, you may find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast. Or you can hop on Twitter and you can find me at CTS Terry. Or my guest, Dick Francisco, here. You can find her at I'm Dick Francisco. Yeah. But on Instagram, it's mm-hmm. at the Dick Francisco. I just like that the listeners are educated enough to figure all that out. Oh, so thank you. They, yeah, they know. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I don't. <laughs> if you just get to Google and you start searching for the Catch the Sky podcast, you're going to stumble across one of these, these platforms and you can take it from there. All right. So even if you're on a desktop computer listening to this at work, you 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 should be able to manage. Or you're really old and you just don't have a smartphone. Or you just refuse. And in that case, you can stop by in person. Just kidding, I'm not giving you my address. Yeah, no, you can access you can access this from a desktop computer. That's true. But if you don't have an internet capable device, then yes, you are screwed. And I don't know how you're listening to this, but nice work. Then you're my neighbor listening to this. Right, yes. <laughs> Just kidding. My neighbors can't hear us because we're in the Dick Francisco studio, night two, T, and it is soundproof, so we've been told. We, I, yeah, we haven't tested it yet. We haven't actually tested that. Maybe we tested it last night. I'm trying to remember. I think we got excited about some text messages and we're quite loud. And no one said anything. Well, I'm just, yeah, it's it's good. It's definitely dampening, that's for sure. <laughs> I like it. So part dose, the follow-up. I think I made a statement in our surprise comeback episode where I said, T, I hope we can figure out a way to keep you here in Arizona. So I guess that was kind of the spoiler alert, right? What's the- going on? <sighs> So part of what contributes, yeah, to me needing a mental health break is also because I needed to reevaluate exactly what I needed to be doing as soon as I wake up in the morning. And most recently, what that has been has been house hunting super aggressively Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because the current circumstances under which I am living are no longer sustainable according to the homeowner so frank and i are i was gonna say frank and i aren't shitting all over the all over the place but that is quite literally the issue isn't it i mean he did he did oh my god there was one night where he was sick and he was just shitting all over the place and i stepped in it i mean we've discussed this or oh sorry we will (laughs) you the listeners more spoiler alert yes we'll hear about it on our eye surgery episode which is yet to be debuted but it's coming yes it's been teased we said Mm -hmm. it was going to be released and it hasn't Mm -hmm. been Mm -hmm. it's not that it's more exciting or less exciting i mean it is pretty entertaining but it's good but these were more important and for the record it is now what the 29th of November. I do believe it is. It's Cyber Monday. That's what I know. It's, yeah. So it's November 29th, 
2021. And basically, I have until December 10th to find new residence. And so I've procured that at least temporarily back home in Erie, Pennsylvania. If we can't find you some temporary lodging to tie you over here in Arizona or are you what you doing you ready to go back or are you I don't want to go back you want to entertain this a little more right Ugh, I mean I'd like to because there's definitely an opportunity to make more money but then we got to start looking at we got to start looking at other things it becomes you know because expenses are going to start going up a lot more if I have to have my own place and like I'm not going to one of these like I, I was looking basically at houses exclusively like right. to rent because I'm not going to one of these bougie ass like apartment communities where Frank doesn't have any room. I hear that. And tweaks out at every noise he hears. Like for it's sure. not that it's super stressful for him. It's no way to live. So have you tried uh, There's places that like I would I it would be like double what I'm paying now, obviously. Okay. And then there's you know, the utilities and everything tossed in on so top of that. So you don't have to tell the listeners, hold up your fingers, how much you're paying right now. Okay, I can count everyone. Okay. okay. So... You don't need eye surgery? I don't need eye surgery. Oh, another teaser for the upcoming episode. <laughs> have you tried those services or those new websites like roommates.com or roomie.com? No. You should... <laughs> totally go so it's people who are already living in like houses or whatever and it's basically like profile matching they're like into hu- like humans with pets or not or like cannabis friendly or not and they'll tell you like it's 700 bucks it's month to month and I just need somebody to come live in my house because either I'm not living there or I work nights or you know whatever it is you might find a quick match on there yo I'm telling you sweet Jesus try it out Roomies.com, roommate.com. I don't know. Google it because those might take you to porn sites that I didn't intend to send you to. But it'll be close to that for sure. Just saying. I'm just nervous. I, Because then I'm trusting Frank with another, you know, around somebody else that I don't know. And that's the other thing. What if they just like stole my dog? I hear that. That's why you want to go to a house where somebody owns the house and probably isn't stealing your dog. For sure. I mean, there's a vetting process. Definitely. It's why I told you. Well, I mean, they might not steal my dog. They might just like invite somebody else over to kidnap him. Yeah. That's my Honestly, we've learned just how much of a liability having Frank is. We love Frank, everybody. But having Frank is quite the liability. So why would someone want to steal Frank? (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's the same reason people steal children, right? In my head, I see children as nothing but an expense and a liability. So why do I keep getting Amber Alerts? They they can sell it. Who is stealing children? They They sell them. Yeah, they can make money off of it. Children or the dog or both? Probably both. Probably both. Dang. (laughs) What is that website? Because this is confusing. Wait, to buy children or dogs? I'm pretty sure Children, it's called Wayfair.com. Oh, Um. Jesus Christ. All right, I was going to say... Dogs, I don't know. I'm pretty sure dogs, you could go... I mean, stolen dogs, I don't know. That's probably somewhere more on the dark web. Mm -hmm. But like any other... No, probably not. Because some of these stolen dogs, they probably just take them to the other side of town and put them in some shelter there. And then you can just adopt it from there. So any nonprofit or, right. or for-profit yeah, in on this. Yeah. But yeah, if you're looking to buy children, I hear it's Wayfair.com. That couch you're sitting on in the Dick Francisco studio was purchased from Wayfair. It probably helped traffic a child is what I've heard. This is getting way off topic. We'll do a whole nother conspiracy episode on that, but Google it. Anyways, I know. So speaking of, I would love to take you in here. Jack Torso, who the audience doesn't know yet. Don't worry. You'll learn about that in the <laughs> I episode. So many teasers um, for the I so episode. So many teasers. It's, this this episode is basically just a plug for our it's upcoming all episode. all it is, is Jack Torso and I would definitely bring you in. But as the listeners know, I have a special needs dog and she wouldn't be able to make a comfortable space in her place for Frank, unfortunately. No. So we've learned. No. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't work out super well. Otherwise, yeah. 
Home sweet home. Okay, so you want to stay is what you're saying. Well, I definitely don't want to go back to the snow. Right. You want to stay at least a little longer. But it would definitely, for what I want to do, it's yeah. so fucking expensive out here. It is. And it's, so, it's like in overly the expensive. It's stupid expensive. That, that's right what now. I'm saying. Like yeah. back home, I know things are like up a little bit. You right. know, they're up, but it's out of control. It's compared. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I can just go back where I know the lay of the land. I know that I can make a decent living right. and just buy a house now. And then it. This is so funny because we always. T- we always talked about having a real estate episode, so like ah, now we're having it's now we're having of the real estate episode. <laughs> That's basically what this is turning into, which is it's not a buyer's market right now. Um, right, arguably not a seller's either, though. If you're trying to sell for, I mean, here's the deal: like obviously people are still buying when they shouldn't, but the market here in Phoenix is getting so saturated with all the new housing stock too. This can't last. There's just no way this can last. It doesn't make sense. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I could just go back home for say a year yeah, and just buy a place. And then when things cool off, ideally I will have, so I'll have another year of self-employment under my belt because their lenders are, Oh, right. They're way weirder about that. Yep, they are. And you want to know what's hilarious? They look at your last like year of Uh employment or whatever. Uh And so this year, I've literally, even the week that I came down and went to Moab. Right. I made sure that I got in like one ride or something before Uh, I left just so it qualified. Right. Like as like me getting a paycheck. Right. Yep. So I think last week was literally like week 52 of consecutive like for me being employed and as we discussed in the yesterday's episode i totally took a fuck it week last week yeah and, and even last night like i was like yeah i'll just give one ride and i'm like no i don't really give a fuck <laughs> at all i don't give any fucks i didn't do anything i didn't do anything so but i make more than enough that it really shouldn't matter if i take one week off yeah and like if- like we said, everyone needs a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I definitely make more here. But again, it's like mm. for what I'm paying. Right. Like I'm sure that I could just do some some simple math equations here. These are just ratios, right? Yeah. yeah. Cost of living is more expensive here. You make more, but cost of living is substantially more. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. The, yep. the substantially more is, uh-huh. the, is the issue there. So then do I go back where obviously I'm making less, but the cost of living is substantially less. So it's like. Hmm. So then it becomes a, if we're talking purely investment, it obviously makes sense for you to go back. But there's also the quality of life. There's what do you want to do in life? There's your environment matters. Oh, for sure. Right. And I've conveyed like. My goal is to create enough passive income through ideally real estate and any other investments that I might get lucky with to support myself and Frank. Okay. And the cats. Yes. We can't forget about the cats. And traveling around. Okay. So basically, I would need to make... What I'm making, you know, or, or approximately what I'm making now, I guess, as far as my own income. Yeah. But just passively. Right. Okay. So then I could just be out on the road with that money coming in all the time. I like this game plan. Right. So you had. Because if you're making. Because think about it. If you're making like $50,000, just think about it. You could live off a thousand dollars a week, right? Sure. If you're just traveling constantly. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you were just sure. given $1,000 a week, like uh-huh. in, that's pretty much going to get you by in any country in the world. Yes. 1000 US dollars should get you by for a whole week. Absolutely. Because that means you're, you're living off of what, a hundred and roughly 150 bucks a day? Uh-huh. That's more than enough. More than enough. <laughs> $150 should get you through the day. Yes. So 
So you had said to me when you were kind of first just talking through some of your situation here that obviously didn't play out how you had hoped and dreamed and envisioned. And as you were bringing a lot of sense and logic to it, you had reminded me that, you know, those there's those certain trade-offs from a priority standpoint that you could certainly work more and make more money and then pay more for that overpriced house, you know, for you and Frank here, but at what cost? And we talked to opportunity cost. And I thought that was just, it was really important because sometimes we can lose sight of that pretty quickly. And I was really just amazed that no matter like who I was telling your story to somebody the other day and they were like, holy shit, he got punched in the nuts, then punched in the gut, then fucking punched in the face, right? <laughs> and then he was laying on the ground because, ow, and then kicked again. And I was like, I know, right? And yet he's still able to bring like logic and perspective to this decision making, which was you literally moved your entire life over here. It didn't go as planned. And you're still very capable of having a sensible discussion about potentially just going back. And like, it was just, and while some people might think, well, that's the, of course, that's the only outcome you've got, you go back. I actually looked at it the opposite way of like, that you were even willing to entertain that and go versus make mistakes here potentially. Like you're at least weighing it. Like a, no, I'm out here, now I'm stuck. Now I have to buy the overpriced house. Now I have to no. work the 80 hours and be miserable. And you're like, so not doing that. No. And I'm like, oh my God, that's like, honestly, that's fucking amazing to me. Yeah. That's so, fucking amazing. Well, it was cool because I talked to this dude from Tennessee. And so anytime you talk to somebody, because I guess it wrong every time. Anytime you get somebody that sounds like they got that real oh, yeah. southern yeah, 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 girl. Yeah. I like I I've been guessing wrong every single time. Okay. Like the one time I was like, Texas. They're Georgia. Like, <laughs> and they're, 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 they were like the the girl, the, it was a girl, and she was oh. like, No, Tennessee. And then I talked to this guy and I think I yeah, I don't know where the fuck I guess. I didn't guess Texas. I was like, I guessed Texas last time and I was wrong. <laughs> and then he told me Tennessee. I'm like, motherfucker, I was like, you guys all like if there's something real specific about your guys' accent. Right. And he told me he's like, Don't look at it. He's like, you just gotta get over all the pride, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. In yeah, life. Yeah. You need to not look at it as failing. He's like, You're doing what you think is the smartest thing to do with the yeah. information that you have. So instead of trying to go and learn like a whole nother city that I've never been to right. in some other part of the country where I know nobody and taking six months just to feel like even relatively normal and then the next six months to decide if I even want to stay there. Right. Like, just go back to what I'm doing and not fuck around this year, like not lose this year as sure. far as it contributes to my long-term goals. Because my long-term goals in involve traveling and like obviously I, I, I'll have time to do that, but like I... Ideally, I want to get this done in Frank's lifetime so right. that he can go see more. Yeah. Because I want to take that dog to see as much as I, I can. Absolutely. And so I think he's probably seen a lot more than most dogs see in their lifetime already. But I want to keep going. Like, that doesn't mean he's we're done. Right. I owe it to him. So I feel bad when I'm away from him, even currently, while I work. And... I just want to get it done and over with, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So the sooner that we can get that ball rolling, the better. Well, and I think for you, it's also the more ideal living circumstances, whatever those are for him, the better you'll feel no matter what. So even if you have to leave him under certain circumstances, if they're the best ones, it feels better for that short period of time that he's left too. Well, yeah, absolutely. So... Even it sucks at my own place. There'd be times where I could just leave him out in the backyard. Right, right. For most of the day. Yeah, right. Yeah. Not too hot, not too cold. Like totally. his, his water's not going to evaporate. <laughs> you know, he's he's you can just chill out there. He's kind of dumb because he had plenty of space to walk around under the deck. I think he was maybe he might have had to crouch down a little bit, but okay. like. He had this entire space under the deck on top of the cement. So it wasn't like he was crawling around in the dirt. <laughs> it's just a bozo. But 
but you knew that he still had that space back there versus being cooped up in a crate, for instance. Yes. So it was nice to be able to leave him outside. Yeah. I can relate to that for sure. So. (sighs) Not meaning me in a crate, but when, I mean, I don't like being put in a crate either, so. The, the, see, there's crate porn too, and like that's always weird. Like yeah. all the all the slave stuff, and when they're whenever they're in the yeah in the cage, it always just seems like really uncomfortable for the guys. I'm just picturing really like Cause, small dudes because crates are small in my head, but that's only because I've ever been put in a dog crate before. Are well, Frank, do you crates? see Frank's 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 living in a condo crate? Yeah, it's that thing huge. is like a townhouse crate. That uh-huh. is not a studio apartment. Yes, that is a two-story freaking townhouse crate. He it's loves it. Un- it's got rooms. Mm-hmm. It's got multiple yeah, he's rooms. Got, he's got two rooms. Ah, uh, I could live in that thing actually. I, w- I don't know if I could do crate porn in that though. Like, oh. I feel bad for the guy again. Yeah, he's got to stick his dick through the thing. Is that how it works? Like. I mean, does the least... guy stay on the outside of the crate? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Just it's checking. like it's like a. Just checking. It's like hell in the cell. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> she has to, except she has to stay inside. <laughs> so you haven't thought about selling your body while you were here then to make a little extra money? It's that nobody wants it apparently at the moment, and I'm fucking pissed off. Stop. I think the fucking tattoo removal was just a big fucking waste. I think I we fucking don't just know tossed that this yet. money down the drain. Have you heard back from no. Carmen Electra? Carmen Electra has not gotten back to you yet. No, she hasn't. Oh, that I feel bad about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, now she. I think she's she's looking at it and she's like, "Wow, that's not my best work." <laughs> she just packed up her office and moved out of Scottsdale already. So if we drove over there, we wouldn't find her now. It'll be an empty, vacant space. That's it. Dang. Okay, well, I'm still not believing that. I'm still having hope and faith that this is this science project is going to work out. Let's no, see. and 100% you could still sell your body and make money. I was just curious if it was something you entertained. You could do it, for sure. People would pay you. Yeah, I just don't know how much I make. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like we could make a lot more if we were hmm. if we didn't have all this shit on the side of my body. Right. If this well, was yeah, all, if this is all tidied m- up, yeah, it, you could make more, but arguably you can make plenty right now. I'm just saying. I've heard there's a catalog of photos and headshots that you could be tossing around to get business right now. Oh yeah, there's definitely yeah, 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 yeah. We have an album ready to go. And what is that? Um, you have a what would that be called? Like when you show your headshots to people and like. I don't know. Like you got to put it on a disc and you have to send it around like your demo. I don't know what it is. A demo disc? Do we need to fill out or like create a demo tape for you or something? I don't know. Is that how porn works for casting calls? I don't know. I made a casting house reference to a person that does nothing but like shit post memes on the internet. Yeah. And they didn't. They didn't get it. I'm and making casting couch jokes to myself with you sitting on that couch in the studio right now. <laughs> Duh, I'd put a casting couch in this studio. So she, yeah. So I, I, I was, I made some, <laughs> some joke about at least you didn't end up on the casting couch or something. And she's like, what? Oh no. Uh, yeah. And then I think she put it together later on and was, and thought that I was trying to be perverse or whatever. And I was like, I mean, it was it was a perverse joke, but I wasn't like trying to be perverse at her. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, what I'm I wasn't trying to like flirt with her like stupidly totally. or anything like that. I was just kind of making a joke, like at least she didn't end up at porn, basically. Oh, but she didn't it. get it, well, and so there's just always been like an awkward tension ever since then. Bummer. Again, I still. You could make enough money and go buy a house before December 10th if you insult your body right now. I'm just saying. Not advocating for it, just is this throwing on, it out yeah, there. Yeah, is this on roomies.com or oh, whatever? I'm sure of it. Google that. I mean, maybe it's maybe Craigslist. I don't know. <laughs> One year. Guaranteed. My friend's fucking fantasy football team is... <laughs> He named him the Craigslist hookers. Yeah. Here's the deal. You might not make as much money if you find it on Craigslist, but. Well, they took down Backpage or whatever it was. 
OnlyFans? No, Backpage. Oh, no, I know Backpage was yeah, some. Backpage yeah, was oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was it was an exclusively yeah, hookers what? website. This is where I'm going to get on you and safe. I was going to say rest in peace. He's not dead. He's just <laughs> not here. Um, <laughs> um, this is why I kept telling you guys. So this is not only our real estate episode. It is our investment, our appropriate investment portfolio episode. And I told you suckers to invest in your OnlyFans pages. I wanted to. Oh, God. oh, my God. Oh, my God. You have time. Do it. No, 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 no. It's just hilarious that you're bringing this up. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. almost like you went through all of my podcast episode ideas and you're like, I'm just going to roll them all into one episode because there was an idea uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. that we had where we were going to pitch different business ideas. And mm. one of them was Frank having an OnlyFans Yes. Page. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be you. You can be the agent. I've pitched myself as an OnlyFans oh, yeah. agent. Yeah. Frank could do so much weird shit with Finding peanut butter. Talent. Yes. I mean, you don't have to show your face, only his. However, I, there doesn't need to be a human being involved at all. I'm just talking true. about Frank. Like, I'll it's cover true. his own dick with peanut butter and he'll lick it all day long and people will, will pay to watch, I'm sure. <laughs> there's a market On the casting for, couch. There's a market for this, right? There's 100% a market for it. And this is what I'm saying. You guys, you want passive income? That's semi-passive. It's not you having to lick your dick with peanut butter on it. It's your dog licking his, and he's enjoying it. So. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a win-win for everybody. Oh, I don't understand why you weren't doing this then. Why are we complaining right now? You could be buying an overpriced house in Phoenix with your OnlyFans income ASAP. I could be. You could be. But maybe I next understand. year. Maybe next year. That's fair. So um, what else is on your list of things I can wrap into this one episode since I just never know, do you? Like, we don't know. What's the, what's the future bring? I'm ram jamming it all into one episode. Well, we're going to keep this train rolling. Yes. And I don't know. I feel like this is the thing. With, with what I do, I don't feel like I've been getting enough people enough different people there's been a, a diverse guest catalog right i want different guests in i think we've done all right since we got here but definitely could be doing better but at least on top of that i think maybe i was looking back at the episode that we did yesterday and even though i'm the one that does the editing and and the promotion and stuff like that maybe safe you know he doesn't have to be there every week right yeah i agree i think you know there is some element of growing probably this year. and i'm saying that probably i'm saying that out of respect for him and like burning him out I'm oh not absolutely saying that, like it's not he, that he's not contributing or anything like yeah. that it's yeah. just i think he feels maybe more obligated to do it and it's taking up time that he'd rather spend doing other things. I agree. I think there was a few things, right? I think it was streamlining some of the process, right, on the editing side. Are there some ways where we can, you know, make that a little bit easier, whether it's the equipment we use, whether it's preloading things, you know, on the technical side, and then, you know, also having some designated space. I know that doing that in the previous Catch the Sky podcast studio that was, you know, also really disruptive to a household can be mm-hmm. difficult from a timing perspective. And also inviting guests over can be difficult under those circumstances. Mm-hmm. So I think for you guys just in general to be able to branch out on your platform here and your format of, you know, it doesn't always have to be the two of you and, you know, knowing you have, you know, a place to do this and branching out on the people that start to get exposed Come hang out at the Dick Francisco Studios and you're going to meet all kinds of crazy freaking people. You'll all meet Jack Torso at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to happen. Teaser for next week. Teaser. But yeah, I think that would, you know, I think that would help just expand in general. I know we have a fan base out there that wants to hear more about fetishes and sex. So got to give the people what they want, team. Yeah, we do have a fetish episode here coming down the pipeline. I definitely think that it, it, it's 
We've had sluttier episodes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a market for it. And so I think, you know, again, it got to weave those in every once in a while just because we're pervs anyways. That's who we are. So got to embrace that. There's so many interesting people and so many interesting things that I think are uh, more to come. That's what's nice about how this show, anytime anybody asks me, what's this show about? <laughs> yeah. It's it's open-ended. So. This is got, where we tell them to engage with us. What do you want it to be limitless, about? There's limitless possibilities. We can talk about anything that we want to. And anything you want us to as listeners. Like, we're free spirits. Tell us. Engage with us. Our upcoming fetish episode was per the request of a listener. Uh huh. Uh-huh. There's some other ones that I can't think of off the top of my head. We had the, I mean, obviously the, the ayahuasca episode. Yeah, that was a great episode. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that one a lot. But there's, there's, there's other ones that have been requested by people. Yeah. And we have no problem talking about that. Absolutely. So if there's anything that you would like us to talk about in the future or just get our opinions on feel free to engage with us on social media by searching for the catch the sky podcast you may also interact with dick on twitter at i'm dick francisco or on instagram at the dick francisco but before we before we wrap up here i don't i wasn't <laughs> I'm not. I don't think I'm done with this one yet. I was just, <laughs> I was just letting people know where they can just interact. Just in case, yeah. Just I'm just letting you know again where you can interact with yeah. us. But life is life is short. I mean, for us mm. humans, but it's even shorter for, say, like our animals. Yeah. And so, I appreciate having Frank. Because he, he he's motivating me to not fuck around. Yeah. You know, I'm not getting sidetracked doing all this other stupid bullshit. Like I don't have a I don't have a family or kids or anything like that. I feel like if I get to a point where I'm self sustaining by the time I'm like either in my late thirties or early forties, like I'd rather just have a family then because then guess what? Dad's home all the time and guess what? Dad makes money. Yeah. So he can be there for his family, but without being a liability, right? Yeah. No, it teaches a really great lesson about if we're going to have people who, you know, if we're going to take on dependents, and I don't even say that in a bad way, like children are dependents and animals are dependents. Are we doing that in a way that we can feel good about at the end of the day that we contribute? It's not just about money, right? It's about being present. It's about being available as humans to each other. And if you can't be, that sucks. Well, yeah, and so f- that's why I feel bad when I leave Frank behind. Sure, like, absolutely. Even as we speak right now, he's back home. He's, yep. he's, he's, he's in his condo cage, but still, yeah. I don't like leaving him in there. For sure. And there's been times, actually, I've accidentally, like, like I've put him in the crate and then not locked it. Yeah. So then I come home, and he's just, like, chilling in bed. Yeah, yeah. And I look at him, and I'm just like, you, I look around the house, and nothing is destroyed. So, mm-hmm. like, I have gotten lucky couple of times recently but i know all it takes is once well and i think some of that is creating that stable living environment too for the two of you that you can crate train him and then essentially train him to not be in the crate right like i would think with how do you break that though how do you so my special needs dog yeah so she had to she lived in a crate so the crate that saki's actually in was her old crate And it came over time from a maturity standpoint of breaking the chewing habit and there was discipline associated with it. And it was, it took training though. It took a leaving the house and coming back five minutes later and then leaving the house and coming back 20 minutes later without her being in her crate so that there was always an inconsistency of when you would come home. Mm -hmm. Because the reason she was chewing on things was anxiety about you not coming home. It's boredom or anxiety and most of it's anxiety in these dogs. And they just don't know if you're coming home and then they'll just, nah, they'll freak out, right? And so the more I could break that out of her and make her realize that I come home again and just it literally, I would leave and walk outside and stay outside for five minutes and come back in and I'd leave and go to the store and come back and it didn't mean plenty of things didn't get chewed up, but it was starting to teach her it was going to be okay and that we'll always come back. We'll always come back. Yeah, I don't have, 
I don't have enough things left for him to chew up. <laughs> that helps too, right? And also giving them the things that they can chew or that are appropriate for them to chew. Yeah. And eventually. Like so, the bamboom. Yeah. The, the, the prison, you know, shiv. Yeah. Yeah. If know, we get an opportunity, if years. I remember to, I will. Uh, years. Jesus Christ. It's This is part of. It's like children though. God. When they're still two, three years old, especially dogs that are chewers. So we have bully breeds. Those are chewers, right? And every once in a while when she would get anxiety, there were certain things. She'd go for the record collection every time. And so that just stayed covered for the longest time. And now she's, God, she's between eight and nine years old, eight and a half, somewhere in there. And she's also incapable now. Um, <laughs> but beyond her incapacity to be able to do it, she's just chilled out. And like, I know that sounds crazy, but they have to get through some of that period of time and a lot of training. So he doesn't have to live in a crate forever. Yeah, I'd prefer not. Yeah. She only kept her crate because it actually became like her sanctuary. It was mm -hmm. her place to go when she didn't feel safe. And so it was actually because of her cerebellum vestibular disorder thing that she would get imbalanced inside her crate. So I finally had to break down the crate because... She'd turn into a ping pong ball inside the crane. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's really the saddest thing to see. Um, but, you know, now her bed. So her bed is now her place. She has. And so they'll create safe spaces. So he doesn't have to live in a crate forever. But he's still young. How old is Frank? He's three. Yeah, that's still young for a dog that's got a lot of puppy in him and is a chewer. Such a bastard. Give it time. Give it time. But and again, it's hard when the environment is unstable right so another dog and new things and other people's stuff <laughs> he's been good though he hasn't yeah. done he's he's I, I don't but know. it's all tempting if you left him out of his crate don't get me wrong <laughs> oh right yeah 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 oh i look at so many different things i'm like that wireless charging station gone <laughs> remotes gone mm -hmm. airpods gone oh yeah Yep. Everything. Yeah, there's so many different things. Mine that he was would always destroy. like whatever I told her not to do, that's exactly what would be demolished if I got home. What pissed me afraid. off, what prompted him needing this crate in the first place was my Xbox controller. Oh, yeah. Somebody got me a custom one and he fucking destroyed that. And I was like, uh -huh. I'm done. <laughs> but then I got him the crate and he only had a single crate. Yeah. So it was just one of those at first. Yeah. yeah, and he's big. And I was like, oh, like you can turn around and stuff in there. Yeah. But like that, and, and that's what's labeled as an extra large crate. And he's yep. not even an extra large dog. He's not. He's big, but he's not an extra large dog. Yeah, exactly. So I got him an identical one. I was able to acquire an identical one. And so I just took the side doors off of both of them and... Attach them together and it boom, is, boom. It's an amazing condo, crate condo. It's crazy. Yeah, I do like but it. But yeah, I, he won't have to do that forever, I would say. And you'll enjoy getting him, letting him have some freedom for sure. But you're right. Life is short, T. And so I think, you know, these animals add some great perspective that we try things in life. We, we fail sometimes. It gains us some self-confidence, even in the sight of failure. And I think you get to move on and figure out what you want to do next. But I think we both learned yesterday or maybe reminded each other that this podcast is definitely one of these ways of expressing ourselves and communicating and talking no matter what's kind of going on. And so whatever, you work through it. It's life ain't easy. Well, as I said on the previous episode, it's... We're social creatures. We just want to be seen and heard. That's it. And so even even those amongst us that choose to be silent. Yeah. That's their, to me, their way of being. Seen and heard. Yeah, or yeah. not seen. You know, it's all a choice, but. But like silence can speak pretty darn loudly. You learned that recently. Yeah. Oh, How yeah, loud yeah. that silence can yeah. be. Yeah, 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 uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Perfect. Exactly. So those people obviously are, are, are known for just not being part of the group, right? Right. But the majority of us, we're, we're social creatures. Yeah. And we, we thrive off of that. So I guess we should thank our listeners for listening to us and being an audience so we have somebody to talk to. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, it's, it is motivating to... For sure. 
to know that we are we are reaching and having an impact on somebody. So yeah. I, as much as I do this because I enjoy it and invite people like Dick here to be a part of it, it, it is nice to know that there are people that are taking away more than just dick jokes from this, right? Totally. Yeah, that's just the bonus is the dick joke. No, that's why I've always said to both you and Safe, I appreciate the opportunity because it's certainly therapeutic and enjoyable to me to come and get to just talk it out, whatever it might be, learn new things from you guys. I learned so much listening to your episodes. So, And so what's always struck me as interesting is as Safe definitely does a little bit more research than I do. And I feel like <laughs> some of the topics that we have discussed previously, like, I'm just observing the world around me yeah and so there's plenty of things that i haven't seen or haven't been exposed to and i'm sure that i wouldn't like to be exposed to but (laughs) a lot of this is just get your head out of your fucking ass off your phone and look around and actually just talk again this is why i think when you were talking about not knowing or not 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 having an idea of what's if anything, bringing about, you know, these different feelings. Yeah. For me, a lot of these things people don't even think about because they just never have even had the conversation. Right. They they just never. So, for example, this is just this is just a fun one. What happens? All right. You've got a lot of people that are educated and believe in evolution, but they're also religious. right? Yes. So, like, yes. What happens when just say chimpanzees? Let's just use this as a example say they evolve to the point where they have a level of intelligence similar to what we have today right okay so they're 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 intelligent they're aware and they pick up the latest edition of the king james bible or whatever (laughs) okay and it says that god created man and that all the beasts are beneath him right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so like how's the chimpanzee gonna feel about that passage and how is this not going to lead us to a planet of the apes scenario right 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 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i mean that's exactly where i that's probably where the idea for that movie came from (laughs) i mean it seems like a good setup for it right but if you think about it like that I've posed this question to people that are sure. that are religious and they're just like, well, I won't be here then. So it doesn't matter. Right. I'm like, but you Easy cop out. subscribe to it now. Yeah. And then therefore perpetuate it as a belief system too. Yeah. Yes. Because hmm. the, like if this is all just nonsense and it's bullshit and it doesn't matter, then why are you wasting your time and money and effort? Right. You could be doing other, like you could be doing other things. Good things. Sure. Yeah. Things that are good and contribute to the world, but. And I think I could accept it if I felt like some of these mythologies, religions, you know, whatever guys they want to put them in to make their way through life. Because I get it. You know, everyone's looking for coping mechanisms because life is hard. And so I see people use those first and foremost for a survival standpoint, something if you need an external force to provide you hope, cool. But it usually takes that next step of, again, where they're trying to indoctrinate or, and that's probably a a heavy word for it, but, you know, that notion of perpetuating or spreading the good word, if you will, versus just using it as a coping mechanism. Because I can appreciate people who bring religion into their life as something that when they don't have hope, they turn to it. Cool. We all have different mechanisms that we use. Yeah, but stop fucking putting fucking prayer cards in my goddamn fucking serving book because right. guess what? Because guess what? It's already a pain in the ass that I've got to change it out quarterly for whatever fucking stupid holidays coming up to let the fucking customers know about their gift card deals that we have. But now I got to peel your stupid fucking prayer card out of there too that you left me instead of a tip. Right. Fuck you. Fuck your stupid prayer card. And, and if you yes. really wanted to make a difference in the world, how about you fucking leave a few dollars for the fucking server that just busted his ass to fucking make your life easier so that you didn't have to cook a meal at home, Helen. We were going so well until that rant tea, right? 
This comes back to what we said yesterday. <laughs> For the record, he's just ranting at the world. It's not at me. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, I agree with you. No, that, no, no. This isn't. A, it's you. It's at Helen. It's at Helen. It's 100%. This is 100% at Helen. It's Because Helen. I don't want to be recruited like a goddamn fucking... No, but this is to your point, though, T, right? Is the It's one thing, you know, for people then to say, well, I'm not going to be around at the end. But again, they're perpetuating it. If we're individually accepting some type of belief system, but we don't have to be, you know, the missionaries for it, that's a, just, it's very different. And so when you start trying to convert other people... Now you're you're not you're no longer passive anymore in this. You're definitely a responsible party. Yeah. Life is short. That's for sure. But that's not a downer thing. That's like an okay thing. Life is short, so what are we gonna do with it? We're gonna make some cool podcast episodes. We're gonna meet some new fucking people. We're gonna spread some interesting things we learn about. I had somebody that's give me a do. great perspective on suicide the other day okay so following up our yeah from our yesterday depression talk i for anybody that has not listened to all of our episodes i'm a suicide survivor i know that sounds like a silly term but i, I i'm still alive and so when i was most recently dealing with my emotions here i spoke to a friend whose father had killed themselves when they were younger. And this person conveyed to me that they, they've obviously thought about that a lot and it's had an impact on their life that they understood it. And so that's one of the things that I've always tried to, I'm not, I I don't want people to condone it. I want you to just understand why somebody would want to do that. Yeah. Right. Because I think want is even the like, you know, why someone would choose that. There's a reason. There's a driving force. Yeah. So people just don't want to yeah. do this. Yeah. But this person shared their perspective that like, guess what? You're going to fucking die at the end. And like, guess what? That's yeah. the one thing that is consistent for all of us. So it's not something that you're going to dodge you are going to get your wish at some point. So just chill. So until yeah. then, just, so until then, just fuck around and just go, go with it. <laughs> Cause guess what? What's the worst that happens? What's the very worst that happens? You end up, you, you end up in prison. Then you could just kill yourself. Then if, if that's really your outlook, really like game over. Okay. Here, here I'll check out now. So, <laughs> I mean, it's a no, twisted no, no, way I agree to look you. at it. But. No, no, but I don't think it is. I, it's not often we, sometimes we make Joe Rogan references on here, but it's not often that I'll plug an episode of his on this podcast. But he recently had um, Jewel on his show. And I, I highly recommend the episode, you know, just as kind of a tie-in to what we're talking about, just because she lived in interesting colorful past and he kind of just makes that comment of if you've lived a life of trauma or had a hard life it makes you an interesting person like bummer that that's how it works in life Mm -hmm. people who don't are boring right Mm -hmm. and so she's one of those people who's had some trials and tribulations and therefore makes her interesting but she was somebody who really struggled with you know some depression specifically and you know some of those trials and tribulations in life and 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 really had to determine why she was choosing not to kill herself on, you know, the suicidal tip. And it really was very much about that. It really was the adding that perspective into life about the reality is, you know, we're all going to perish. <laughs> like it's going to happen to all of us. And so what how do you choose every day to just like flip that script for yourself if you're struggling? And uh, I thought her perspective was really interesting in how she chose to do that and she really talked through some basic steps she took. So I do recommend that episode to anybody. It's long, but it's interesting. That's for sure. Not as long as... No, it's longer than our episodes. Just kidding. <laughs> Way longer. <laughs> I was trying to tell somebody all the different things that he copied from us. Oh, mm-hmm. That you listed out. It still keeps happening too, by the way. 100% keeps happening. One just happened the other day and I can't remember what it was. I was gonna say you need to write these down when they when whenever you come yeah. across them. You just need to write it down so that we can start 
call him out more regularly. I do. I ha- There was another one recently that I was like, son of a, I'll have to remember what we were talking about, that it, it came up. I can't remember. It might have been fetishes even. It very well might have been the fetishes. I can't remember, but I had another moment where I was like, he couldn't have heard it, but why are we all talking about the same thing right now? Damn it. Right. We haven't even aired that episode yet, and he copied us. Yeah, he beat us to that one. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Asshole. And you know, it's like we we put dates on our thing. We tell everybody where we're doing it, so we probably did record it beforehand. <laughs> That's true. Oh, 100%. Yeah. He's tapped okay. into our mics he right must, now. Literally. Even though we're not online. He has nothing better to do but tap into our mics. <laughs> did I not give you the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> I don't need it. That's true. Okay. Well, where do we go from here, T? We're going to... Where do, Where are you going to go from here? Where... I don't know. Probably a... to bed. You need to go back to Frank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you meant that literally, that's what's happening. Um, all right. So this was part two. We're going to drop these surprise episodes and then... There's more to come, yeah? Yeah. We'll, we'll see tuned. wherever I end up. But I know. It's kind of exciting. It's a stay tuned. Yeah, it definitely could be. You got to get better at being more interactive. Like, where is T now? <laughs> That's what we're going to turn this into. All right, everybody. Sign up. Follow us on social media to find out where is T now. <laughs> this is a fun game. I like this. Cute. I got to get this like. You're going to create like an Indiana Jones map. Okay. Like like with the little. We got this. The little red dots. Yep. Dotted line all over the place. Yeah. We're going to follow it. And well, we got to. It'll be the Yingling truck. Yes. You and the Yingling truck. You and the Yingling truck. You photoshopped. So easy. So easy. <laughs> Just saying. Some of Dick's talents. Oh hidden God. talents. Okay. Well, I feel good that we're back. I know it's only me standing in and safe's not here, but I still feel good that we're back and I'm excited to see the band get back together. We've had great episodes without him before. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm trying not to rub it in, T. <laughs> like saline in a tattoo removal, I'm trying not to rub it in. Yeah, well, apparently it's not going to do shit if you do anyway. We don't know yet. That's a future <laughs> episode as well. Oh, God. Well, to keep up with our weekly hijinks and to find out where I go next. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast. You may interact with us on Twitter at CTS Terry or at I'm Dick Francisco. You can also catch Dick on Instagram at the Dick Francisco. Thank you for your continued support and tuning into this episode. There will be more to follow extremely soon. And until then, keep trying to catch this guy. I feel like you're going to Domino's next, right? Me? No, <laughs> I've eaten enough. Okay.